0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hard Ticket to Sedaris. I'm Teresa.
1: I'm Cody. I'm
0: Steven. And we're here to discuss yet another wonderful uh, film event from Mr. Andy Sedaris. Today, we're talking about 1987's Hard Ticket to Hawaii. The technically the second entry in the Lethal Ladies series yeah. I
2: think you could call it a a vehicle or a joint when it, when you're talking about the movie you know, yeah. it's an okay. Andy Sedaris joint oh yeah. okay Andy yeah.
0: Sedaris joint all right yeah.
1: kind of, you know, Spike Lee always credits his movies like a Spike Lee joint yeah. an yeah. Andy Sedaris joint okay
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I would call it a masterpiece myself. Uh, I
1: mean, we we did name this podcast after this movie. That should probably indicate how we feel about it.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. True. It's probably going to get some good ratings at yes. the end. Um, j- you
1: know, we're not biased or anything, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was our entry into yes. the Sedaris verse. Yeah. It, it, it was. If,
1: if you're going to, let's say, uh, just a coin phrase, phrase, uh, pop someone Sedaris, cherry, This is going to be the movie you're going to show.
0: That's true. And yep. we've
1: done this a few yep. times. Yep. Uh, so... Yeah. So yeah, so this is definitely the one you want to show them because this one is like this is this is the Goldfinger of this series. This is where like all the tropes get set in stone, you know. Like we you know Goldfinger, Bond has his cars, he has the weird uh, henchman, he has the weird villain, he's got all the gadgets. This is kind of where like that. This is similar to that movie. Yeah. I,
2: I'd agree with that. Yeah, so,
0: yeah.
1: So. uh Maybe a little bit of background on it first.
0: Sure, yeah. Kick it off with the background.
1: As Teresa mentioned, released March or Mar- released in 1987 on March 27th. And I was thinking about this. 1987 might be the best year in the history of movies <laughs> the because, because, first one look, come out this year. Because there's this. There's one of your favorite Stallone movies, Steve. Over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Uh, there's Nightmare on Elm Street three.
0: Dream <laughs> Warriors. Jeez.
1: Um. There's Lethal Weapon, Evil Dead 2, Raising Arizona, which is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Police Academy 4, oh, okay. Citizens on Patrol. <laughs>
2: of- uh, what would that be in the list?
1: <laughs>
2: Best year of movies ever. G- Police G- Academy 4.
1: G.I. <laughs> G- G. Joe, the movie. Oh, okay. like the original animated the movie. The original animated, yeah. Stream Prejudice, which is a good uh, Michael Ironside movie. There's Creepshow 2. <laughs> uh there is
0: did you just go through every single movie that was released in 1987 and i'm going through, through all the ones 30? i like
1: i'm going through all the beverly hills cop 2
0: he picked 30 Ernest
1: goes to camp oh wow there you go uh, so it is the best year ever the untouchables predator
2: man yeah you're
1: right robocop uh space balls so it's Adventures in Babysitting, which is one of your favorites, Teresa. I
0: do love Adventures in Babysitting.
1: Uh, the Brave Little Toaster.
0: Cody, are you serious? How many <laughs> yeah. more do you have?
1: Uh, well, Jaws: of Revenge, <laughs> and Superman Four. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll leave. We'll leave Superman. Many, off. many
1: others. But like, as I say, like this might be the best year ever in the history of movies, and this contributes to that.
2: Yeah, it does. So, yeah. I mean,
1: 1987
0: was great for film.
1: It was absolutely. Yeah. The high point of the film industry has been nothing but downhill. But since then, <laughs> uh, the movie starring Ron Moss of *Bold and the Beautiful*, Fame, Ding. Ding. Uh, Donna Spear, Hope, Mary Carlton, Harold Diamond, and Peter Bramelow as Mr. Chang. Oh, yep.
2: uh, Mr. Chang.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little yeah. bit.
2: <laughs> what about? Did you say Roberto Oberon? Come on, man!
1: I just went through the. I went through the main people. Roberto is like... Fi- it's them. fine. I'm not, not going to list off the whole he's,
0: cast. He's a secondary, he's a secondary I'm villain. I'm not going to list off the whole fine, cast. Fine. He ascends. He ascends.
1: Produced by Arlene Sedaris. The first one mm-hmm. she produces. God bless. Written and directed by Andy Sedaris. Runtime of 96 minutes. And there's two taglines to the movie. This Ain't No Hula. <laughs> and my personal favorite, because it is on the Hard Ticket to Hawaii poster that adorns my living room. Pay the price. Pay the price. For paradise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know about the This the Ain't Hula. No Hula one. I didn't know that one either. Yeah. I think that's going to go on my Sedaris tattoo. <laughs> this, this Ain't No Hula. No, this <laughs> Ain't No Hula. So it has a
1: 25% rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Boo. Right.
1: Do you want to guess the audience score? Oh,
2: audience score. Which is more
1: important?
0: 5.
1: 5 out of 10. 45%. Steve got it exactly right. He he, he wins both prizes on the Showcase Showdown. (laughs) 45%. You got an RV and a boat. I did it. Way to go. Um, While filming this movie, Andy was still working for ABC Sports. Mm -hmm. He would shoot the film Sunday through Thursday, take a red eye back to the mainland on Thursday night, direct a college football game on Saturday, and then fly back to Hawaii on Saturday night or Sunday morning. Jeez, that's a lot of time in the. That air. is some dedication. Yeah, yeah that's. Um, I would never do that. His son Drew Sedaris would shoot some bits of the movie over the weekend for him, so like the B footage and.
2: Okay,
0: yeah. man, I, I, there's there's no way in hell that I would have the energy to do that. And he was older at this point, right? Yeah, like he's in Keys, oh, yeah, he was 40s, his forties, fifties. Yeah, forties yeah. or fifties. Yeah, God bless the man. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, he. Put up his house as collateral to finance the film.
0: Oh, the the, the legendary Sedaris Mance.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. That we've seen so many times before. I know. And we'll see so many times again. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not in this movie, though.
1: No. And neither yeah. is the cow briefcase. Nope. Oh. So, yeah. I, I, I was I was specifically looking for it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's not there.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: nope. Uh, he had a special screening with some friends before release, including, I found this odd, Lynn Swan and Marcus Allen, who are two... Like, Pro Football Hall of Famers. Okay. Like, Marcus Allen, one of the greatest running backs to ever play the game. Four. And Lynn Swan, uh, who won several titles with the Steelers in the 70s. Um, wow. And apparently they were, like, they thought the movie was hilarious. They loved
0: it. <laughs> so. Good. Good. Yeah. Maybe they gave him some encouragement <laughs> to release it.
1: Um, one actor I wanted to highlight, not really an actor. Um, she only had three acting credits total. Her name is Sean Zerubica. She plays Charlotte in the movie, and I'll point her out when we get to that point. Like I said, only three acting credits, but she would go on to be key in the production of Disney movies in the 90s and 2000s. She was the assistant production manager on The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules and Mulan.
0: Wow. She was the
1: retakes manager on Tarzan, and she was the music production manager on The Emperor's New Groove. Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Monsters, Inc., and Lilo and Stitch. Wow. Jeez. So, like, one of those powerful people in Disney animation for a stretch there. Uh, And she's currently involved in children's symphonies in Los Angeles. Oh, cool. So, it's like, I'm like, that's cool. uh, I'm always fascinated with like, you find somebody in movies, like, not an actual actor, but then they go on to do, like, all sorts of, like... Other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's,
2: like, important.
1: Yeah. So, I I just found that interesting. So.
0: Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So, uh...
1: Maybe we should uh, get into the film itself.
0: Get into the movie film. Yep.
1: Uh, it opens at a yacht club in Honolulu. Yeah. Where a man, Rowdy Abilene, portrayed by Ron Moss. The cousin. Uh, well, that, that's established later. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that because there, there's a specific conversation about it. Yeah,
2: Yeah, which I'm interested to <laughs> yeah. see, we, oh, just... see everybody's theories on that conversation. Yeah. But go ahead.
1: Uh, and a woman, Donna Hamilton, portrayed by Donna Spear. They're making out on the Malibu Express yacht. Uh-oh
0: as as portrayed in Malibu, Malibu Express. Express yeah. Yes. But without the cool uh train uh, Yeah, they, 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 there's scene. no there's
1: well, <laughs> we, we don't ever really see the walkway. Nope. So, maybe it is still there. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh Donna and Rowdy are employees of the agency. Just, capital,
0: the capital agency. Yeah. just <laughs> capital
1: it, agency. It's very, it, it does not become established what agency this is until, like, I think seven or eight films in. And I remember that was the thing. And of all these movies, I'm like, are that you serious? That was the straw. It was. But we'll, <laughs> get, we'll get there. We'll get there. For now, it's just the agency. It's just kind of an ambiguous. I, I was liken it to, like, a troubleshooting.
0: I was going to say, we can't know. We're yeah. just, we're mere players. Yeah. Uh,
1: they want Donna and Molokai and... Rowdy's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, women can't be agents. And also,
0: is... come and be play Tarzan with me on Honolulu. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, according to Andy during the commentary, he met Donna Spear when he directed a Playboy Olympics special. Oh boy! I tried to look more into this. I'm like, is this like an event called the Playboy Olympics? <laughs> yeah. Or is this something Playboy did for the <laughs> Olympic Games? Yeah. Because Andy directed coverage of the Olympic Games. Yeah. I the couldn't way, find out any more about it. The way oh, I'm
2: boring. picturing it is like, you know how they have the puppy bowl for the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, they I mean, they have
1: the lingerie bowl.
3: Yeah. But, yeah. That's yeah, what but I mean. something like Olympics that. Except and and they're just naked. Yeah. They're yeah.
2: just like wearing skimpy clothes doing like Olympics sports. Yeah. Like There's the, a reason you know, why the it's hammer not a thing throw anymore. And stuff. Totally. <laughs> yeah, Think that, about one of them doing the hammer throw. They're like, and then just jiggle,
1: jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I, I want to know more about this, but it's that's, that's, couldn't find anything. But Lost to the annals of time. Um, and then Donna shows her tits. <gasps> tit cracker. Do you want to take a guess? Because remember, yeah, Stacy yeah. was at one minute and 41 seconds. Do you think this is before that or after? Before. I think it's a little after. Before. It's before. before. One minute and 36 seconds. Are you it serious? is five seconds. He was,
0: oh, man. He was like... Beats... You know what? You know what this movie needs? Boobs way faster.
1: <laughs> well, it beats Stacey five by fast. five seconds. Nice. Yep. Uh, so they start making out. Of course. I did not count this as a sex scene. No, it's, it's like They don't go far enough. They no, don't no. seem go far enough. So we cut to two cops on Molokai patrolling a beach area. R.I.P. Yes. Uh, the cops stumble onto a large group of people armed and harvesting marijuana. Uh-oh. The Sticky icky.
2: They have that like... um. The, that uh islander accent yeah. Too, yeah which is always endearing to me. I always yeah. like that little accent. Uh, this was shot on a golf Bruna course. <laughs>
0: oh, it was it was on a golf course. Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> uh while attempting to get away, the cops are trapped and killed by a goon who we learn later is called shades because he has the most reflective sunglasses ever invented by man. Yes. Like they're basically mirrors. They're like cobra. He's, yeah.
0: he's ruthless. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Roll the opening credits, which are on brown paper, just taped to various objects. Yeah, that's uh, great.
2: It- Wait, no, the, see, okay, he's going to just dismiss it like that. This is one of the best openings for any of the movies ever. I agree. Any it's of great. these movies. I think it's like, and you're just like, there's just some taped on some stuff. Not just that's taped on did. some stuff.
0: It's sprayed, it's sprayed onto on crates. No, no, smoke. no, no, no. it's
1: sprayed onto paper, and they put the paper on the crates.
2: Well, the way they do it, though, it's like you know, they're going up on forklifts. Yeah. They're like that is true. coming down that, that with is conveyor belts. I'll, yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah. It probably yeah.
0: took a long time it to film probably that.
2: Did. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, it's it's a really great opening. But it's the, better uh, than
0: the word processor.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it's God, better than the. Yeah.
1: Uh, the forklift driver was a friend of Drew Sedaris.
0: Oh really? Yeah, so. That's funny, because I, I actually, when we were watching it, I gave him shit. I was like, man, never never drove a forklift before, huh? <laughs> <That> <laughs> well, based off of other things that happened.
1: Uh, the credits are used to introduce the film's most important character, the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a special, dangerous, contaminated snake for the Department of Health. After the credits, we cut to a woman running on a beach from afar, revealed to be Taryn, portrayed by Hope Marie Carlton, uh, soon joined by Donna. And we learned it's kind of convoluted. Taryn is in the witness protection program because she ratted on some mobsters in Vegas, but she's allowed to be in this dangerous situation.
0: But she's also a civilian. Yes. So she doesn't have to, but she can, but she doesn't have to. It doesn't really make sense. But she's not allowed to know anything, but also she can know everything.
1: I even put a spot in my notes. Talk about the uniforms here, because I'm sure you, I'm sure we all have some things to say about their uniforms.
0: Well, they're cargo, they're cargo pilots. They all they have to do is get cargo off, onto and off of Molokai, so they need uh, some jumpsuits with white cowboy boots and a strange tool belt. Yep, that, and like the
1: shortest shorts imaginable.
0: Yeah, yeah, as a part of their jumper. Yeah. And I, I, I don't perfect. understand. What's what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> I, every uh, person I've ever seen that works at an airport or any sort of cargo wears that exact same outfit. So I'm not sure what you're boots? talking about. Which,
1: uh, there's a story about those.
0: The white cowboy boots?
1: Well, they're not white initially. If you oh. notice, they're like, kind of like this brownish color. Uh-huh. They had sp- Andy and Ar- well, Arlene kind of relayed the story during the commentary. They had specially ordered the white boots from Texas because like, Hawaii doesn't really... Sure,
0: they're not a it. cowboy boot place.
1: Well, they got mislabeled. They didn't have them on time, so they had to really rush to, like, just scour, like, Honolulu for, like, some sort of cowboy boots. Oh, wow. And they're like, well, these are close enough to white as we can get. We'll just use them. But then they got, like, the white ones, like, later on. Oh, okay. So.
0: That's what's in, portrayed in the poster. Yep.
1: Uh, so the two drive with their cover operation. Molokai Cargo, which I'm currently wearing a shirt <laughs> of right now, an air transport business. Uh, the contaminated snake, mistaken for a snake bound for a zoo, is loaded onto their plane along with two passengers. They're taken for like a secluded getaway on Molokai.
0: they I think they're honeymooning.
1: Yeah, and this is where we get, you know, a long tracking shot. It's like basic travel ad for Hawaii. And Steve, what else do we get?
2: One of the best do, songs
1: ever, ever made. Do you, do you want to enlighten us? Just do a few bars of it. I think
2: people should go look and look
1: for themselves. And... That's like your favorite thing to do, and you're not going to do it. <laughs> no. Now, I'll take this a little bit to explain something, Teresa. I know you've been wondering about for a while who's flying the plane.
0: I was just going to say, can she actually fly? Because she definitely taxis down the runway.
1: So, and you see this kind of airline just off the side a little bit called Reeves Air. Somebody, a guy named Doug Reeves was a friend of Andy's. He would fly the Molokai cargo plane when it was in the air. And he would wear a blonde wig and a tan top. <laughs> so you could, crazy. so you would think it was them from afar. That's now, great. when they're taxiing, that is like Hope Marie Carlton had her learner's permit. Oh. Oh. So she could taxi the plane.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, so it's Hope that was yeah. yes.
1: It. And for the shots where they're like, that's clearly like during a flight from mm-hmm. inside the plane, they would shoot it twice. Basically, they would shoot the stuff of Donna Spear on the left, and then the pilot would be on the right, but you wouldn't see him because it's just the shots right. of Donna. And then they would land it, switch. Like, the pilot would then get in Donna's seat and they'd shoot stuff of Hope Marie Carlton. Oh. And then they'd splice the shots together so it looks like, so you think that, like, it's those two in the pilot's Movie seat. magic. Exactly. Movie magic. So, yeah. So, so that, that, that answers that long... Long, uh, Long-standing percolating mystery. Question. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Back at the loading dock, the manager, Richard Lepore, who's appeared in several yeah. Sedaris yeah. productions before, uh, realized that the wrong snake has been taken and tries to contact the girls.
0: Which is hilarious because I feel like at a certain point in the movie, they just totally drop off seriousness about this snake. Like, he tries to get a hold of them and he tells them about it, but then, like, no other follow-up is done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's Well, he's just like, I did my part.
0: Yeah. I and, mean,
2: well I mean he keeps they keep coming back to him like talking to other people like oh, you got to let people know this is cuz this thing's dangerous. Yeah, he finds out
1: more information about it later. So yeah.
0: I just think through the second half of the movie there's not much of uh well, because Not eventually
1: they establish that it's going to die anyway. Urgency. That's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, she's like, that. oh
0: yeah, yep. it'll die. The, by all the Department of Health's estimations, it's going to die yeah. in 36 hours anyway. Yeah, anyways.
1: something like
2: that, yeah, it, so. got it got cancer. No, it got infected by cancerous rats or yeah. something like
1: that. Uh, so Donna and Taryn, they take their passengers to a secluded area of Molokai and leave them so they can camp overnight. <laughs> Meanwhile, on a yacht offshore, <laughs> uh, the villainous Mr. Chang... <gasps> Betrayed by, by Peter Bromelow. The
0: most British man of all time. Yes,
1: his last they name is Chang. It.
2: They explain it.
1: Not well. Uh, well uses enough. <laughs> a, uses an RC helicopter to send an <gasps> illicit cargo on shore. The RC helicopter belonged to a world champion RC builder and pilot. Oh. Nice. So they had them come in and do that. And the yacht, this is the part I like, the yacht that was used belonged to Glenn Larson, who was a producer friend of Andy's. He was the producer behind the original Battlestar Galactica, Magnum PI, The Fall Guy, and Knight Rider.
0: Wow! Jeez. So this guy
1: is another personal hero of mine. Major
0: action hero. <laughs> oh my over God! Here. Yes. <laughs> wow.
1: And, he, and he's still he's still consulted on like the later Battlestar Galactica too. So, so yeah. So that was a friend of Andy's. That was his yacht. Nice. He says his yacht. Oh, um, nice. Uh, the RC chopper happens to land in front of Donna and Taryn, who retrieve one of the illicit packages that are in it. While the others tossed aside in haste by Terran when they're attacked by two goons. Mm. One of whom looks a little familiar.
0: Yep. He's on my on my list uh-huh. of uh we can go ahead and talk about it if you want.
1: Uh that's up to you. We or we can wait till his scene later. His more important scene later. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I was going to talk about that separately, but. Uh, That's fine. Uh, I might as well just uh, mention the alumnus, our first featured alumnus, uh, because he actually appears before Richard Lepore, uh, is Russell Howell, who is an actual pro skater. He actually was a pro skateboarder, and he is featured in, I believe it's Seven. Yeah, he's featured in Seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he's featured in this movie as well, uh, doing his skateboarder thing. Uh, it's pretty great.
1: Donna and Taryn they defend themselves and escape on their plane. Is this with the part where the guy with the earring? At the earring. The, earring,
0: the skeleton earring, the
2: skeleton earring. They hit him with the oh the yeah. throwing star, the throwing yeah, yeah, star? Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. this part, right? Yeah. yeah. So that guy, his name in the movie is Earring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has been in a ton of stuff. His mm. name is his name is uh, Glenn Chen. Uh, this I'm going to go ahead and segue into him because okay. he's one of my favorite characters in the whole movie because he, he's just hilarious because he has that silly skeleton airing that he wears <laughs> through the whole thing. Uh, but he's been in like tons of stuff. Like I was looking through his IMDB and he's in Natural Board Killers, Three Ninjas Kickback, Naked Gun 33 and a Third. Oh, yeah. Um, he's in Rumble in the Bronx. Um He's in an episode of Boy Meets World. Wow. <laughs> Godzilla 2000. He does a voice. Oh, God. Like, he's in all this, all these movies, like, just as, like, a little side character. Like, he's just in the background, mm-hmm. you know, of all these movies. Just like he's kind of in this one. So, I just wanted to give him a little shout out because I like his character in this one.
0: Yeah. I don't think we ever see him in another scenario. No,
2: yeah, he's no. not in any of the yeah. other ones, so yeah. he's only in that.
1: Uh, but after the girls escape, they head to their home on the island to regroup. And when they get there, they say, quote, let's hit the jacuzzi. I do my best thinking there. <laughs> Donna
0: does. They yeah. Immediately after having a dangerous, potentially murderous situation, they're like, we have to take our shirts off yeah, immediately.
1: Yeah. Well, well,
2: I mean, Hope had already showered once. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah you know, shower, so. outdoors, yes. Yep. It, so.
0: it, which, that is all also dubious, too. She's like, the agency wants you to stay fit. And Hope's like, I'm not. Or Taryn is like, not but I'm a civilian, why do I... Well, that's She's like, no excuse that's... To not to be buff. Yeah, exactly. And then they high-five. Yeah. It's like, okay, that doesn't explain anything, but all right, let's go.
1: Uh, about their little cabin place, the exterior of, the, of it is the pro shop at that golf course I mentioned. <laughs> oh, okay. In Hawaii. The interior is a set in LA. Oh. So it's funny, like, especially later on, they go back and forth in and out. It's like, Hawaii, LA, Hawaii, LA, Hawaii, LA, it's like... The final okay. showdown. Yeah, again,
0: final movie showdown. magic. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, they offload the snake into like a hangar maintenance area, and then we cut to Edie's restaurant where we're introduced to another longtime Sodaris alumnus, Edie, portrayed by Cynthia Brimhall.
0: Cynthia Brimhall, another. Yep. Another uh, penthouse playmate.
1: Yep, and this is where Steve.
0: Sorry, penthouse pet.
1: What? Andy. Is this oh this is where yeah because yeah. he's he's in the restaurant sitting at, sitting at the
2: table with a, a girl
1: and, and and this is the lady i mentioned earlier this is uh charlotte uh, oh, oh that's charlotte? her that's the, the girl lady. he's talking oh, wow. to yeah he's like charlotte charlotte. Yeah.
2: charlotte charlotte i love you i love you so much charlotte no no i, I what happened I, last night was a fear caref-
1: it says i care for you a great deal charlotte yeah, yeah. to which she says you practically raped me last night yeah, yeah. He says,
0: that was, was that that, that was, was, last was last night, night. this yeah, is that, day. yeah, yeah.
2: So he's the sleazy TV director. Yeah, yes. I will
0: say that it was pretty interesting that Edie did protect Charlotte from Ashley, the maitre d'. Oh my god, this is guy awful. is...
1: Oh, yeah, he is horrible. He protects
0: yeah. her from him, but then delivers her directly into the arms of Andy <laughs> The Sinaris, loving arms. Which I think his name in this film is Whitey. Whitey. Yeah. So she delivers her to Whitey's table <laughs> knowing that this guy is like this. Yeah. So I was like... Oh, that's interesting. She's like Ashley. Shouldn't you be, help, you know, answering the phone or something? No, no was...
1: maybe she was just more concerned. Like the guy, like guy, go do your job. Don't accost this woman.
2: That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, that's all he does yeah. is sexually assault. The harass whole time, like every line, women. But... Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, that's but, all he does. In the whole but movie. afterwards, Andy is helped or waited on by a buxom waitress who was portrayed by Patty Duffick, who would also show up in a couple other the Sedaris films. And he looks down. He looks up at her, looks at her cleavage, and he says the name of this episode. I'll have a pair of coffee. <laughs>
0: it, he says uh, I, I think he had just finished telling Charlotte, I, I don't care about your body, yep. I care about your mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like that anymore in the yeah.
1: I'll have a pair of coffee. <laughs> um Which
0: I I do wanna say that is perhaps the most like convincingly delivered line <laughs> in the entire movie. Yep. yep. If you just watch that one clip, you're like this is really Andy Sedaris speechless because of this woman's breasts. I will say,
1: I will say, like, Andy's like, it's almost like beyond the cameo. It was more like featured actor because he's yeah. like, he's in multiple scenes. He has yeah. several lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he does. So th- yeah. this is the most he's in any of these movies. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like
2: he's, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I, he's credited as a uh, TV director. Like, well, yeah. Like,
1: Whitey, I think. Yeah. yeah. Whitey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But afterwards we're introduced to, to Seth Romero portrayed by if it, if it, maybe we should this like the Sedaris MVP of the series cuz he's in 10 of these films Rodrigo Obregon. Yes. Rodrigo Obregon. The only Who, two he's not in are Malibu Express and Do or Die.
0: Yep, and he plays a variety of characters throughout. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think, I think plays, Arlene
1: mentioned in the commentary he of the 10 films he dies in like six of them.
0: And I think he plays so he plays other characters that are related to this one. Yeah, I think he plays like a cousin or a brother or something. <laughs> which seems which in Picasso yeah. Trigger. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I remember. It's pretty great.
1: Um, and he and the two goons from earlier who got beat up by uh, Don Taron they report to him. Earring and, he, and I think the, the other guy is skateboarder. I don't know skater. Is it the I skater even, guy? Yeah. Okay, and he tells him if Blaine's were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. <laughs> That's not more Russian than it is. I don't know. I can't, I can't do his accent, but yeah. I'm like, that's that's a good line. Cut to Don in a hot tub. Soon joined by Taran. Uh They open the package that they retrieved, revealing it to be diamonds. 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 Yep. Diamonds Which, are forever. What
0: a dubious uh, way to transport a shit ton of diamonds. By
1: RC helicopter. By
0: RC helicopter in a just a tin that's closed by tape. They open <laughs> yep. it with tape. Yep.
2: Hey, well, it's got to be what do you call it inconspicuous with
0: from, an <laughs> r- uh, from an rc helicopter flown from a yacht to an island in yeah
2: Hawaii. everybody like that can't be diamonds in that i mean that doesn't make sense any that, sense that
0: can't be diamonds yeah, who would put diamonds
1: in that thing
2: <laughs> yeah that seems dangerous <laughs> uh we then
1: cut to rowdy who's sparring with jade portrayed by harold diamond on the malibu express and they're just this establishes that you know they're have some martial arts skills, especially Jade. Oh yeah, has um, some really. Was also the bad, choreographer.
2: Terrible
1: the cheesy lines. God, it's so bad. Yeah, a, like a the real horrible... martial
0: artist, but yeah. a terrible actor. Yeah, yeah,
1: like the Confucius line Confucius like the, in, yeah. the, in the in the horrible <laughs> kind of mocking
0: impression. Yeah, yeah. it's I'm like yeah, hey, that age well. Yeah, well,
1: Definitely I mean, not. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, the whole the whole situation doesn't age
3: well. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Um, I think this is where they are given their assignment, yes. if I'm not yep. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, that the flaming paper. Yes, uh, the person who gave that, uh to them was Drew Sedaris. Right. Oh, okay. Yep, that was on a uh, little moped. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Don and Taryn in their cabin, which is a which I know is a scene you want to talk about because this cabin is adorned with posters from previous <laughs> Sedaris films. this
2: is where, yeah, this this whole scene, I was like, hmm, I wonder yep. what they're doing here.
1: Yeah. So Go ahead and, and, and yeah, lay it out. They discuss the Ma- specifically discuss the Malibu Express poster. Yes, they do. And in their conversation, they establish that Cody Abilene left the agency to become an actor. Yeah. And that that was his film. Yeah. yeah. And that Rowdy is his cousin. Yeah. So in this, at least this entry of the Sedaris universe, Stacy, Seven, and Malibu Express are actual films. Yeah, even though Malibu Express is the previous film in this fictional series, in right? Seven, so
0: and she has a seven poster too.
1: I, I yeah, she that. just
2: got yeah. the seven poster. Yeah, that was so the she. First she one. got the German poster. The yeah. German. So she already seven. had the
1: they already had the English language one on the wall. Yeah, she had the German language one. But
2: see, I'm wondering if these were so since Cody is an actual person because he, then he plays himself in Malibu Express. Correct.
1: I guess that's because that, th- that's what they say. Yeah, they
2: say his real name. Or his name in the movie, yeah. And so I'm thinking that he left the agency, and this is that Malibu Express was one of the things he did after he left the agency in real life, yeah. But then made a movie about it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's what they're getting. Is at. that what is, they're getting at? Yeah. That like he, yeah, he went left to become an actor. And made a movie called Malibu Express about the events we saw in Malibu Express. Yeah, which yeah. are in this, which are actually happening in this universe. Yeah, but it's, he plays himself. He plays himself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, happens, it's it's mind mind-boggling. It's very meta. It's, this is like Inception meets Terminator. <laughs> this, is, this is like Wes
1: Craven level of yeah, yeah. This
0: is like
2: Scream Six level. Yeah. Uh, it, it boggled my yeah. mind when they were talking about how he
1: was himself playing himself in a yeah, movie about like, something he did. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after discussing Rowdy's dick size, uh taryn puts the diamonds in the freezer, yep,
0: which is another they,
2: terrible joke. They are god, so bad. It's like What's only only
1: four inches. I measured
0: from the ground. I, I
2: measured him from the ground.
1: No, I'm
0: like from the ground up. And they're
2: like, ha, ha, and they high five again?" <laughs> like, that would hurt. <laughs>
1: huh? If his dick was that big it hurt.
2: Uh, <laughs> BD problems. <laughs> oh yep. god.
0: I do uh, want to say the uh at this point two things are established. The snake is infested with toxins from cancer infested rats. Uh-huh. That's it. Here and that's- it's loose. And also <laughs> well, It's not it's not loose yet. Uh, right, right. Uh, but something that I did notice this time that I had not picked up on in prior watches of this movie is this strange subplot with Donna's dad.
1: Yeah, that oh, her yeah. dad was worked for the agency and he was killed. He was
0: the the best, yeah. apparently the it's best killed agent saving that they her. had. The,
1: the picture killed they have, the, the picture that they show later on of him, I think uh, Arlene had mentioned in the commentary that it was like a producer friend. Okay. At first when I saw it, I thought it was... The, do you remember the guy from Seven, like the really boring guy who hired um, oh yeah, the main character? No, yeah, the, the guy man. who goes through all the pictures. I thought it was that guy at first. <laughs> I'm like... That would have been, been too much, some more meta. Too much, man. That, well, I'm like, so are they saying that that was her dad? I'm like... Then they said Mission of the computer." like, no. I'm like, okay. All right. Because it kind of looked like him a little bit. Yeah. So... Uh, afterwards... Uh, they are then attacked by masked goons, one of whom was with Seth earlier. That was Lori Green, mm-hmm. who played Rosie, the big bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was she was a bodybuilder in real life. Yep. And one who is either but <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's something up with him. <laughs> there's something up with him. <laughs> um, portrayed by Rustin Brannaman. Yeah. yeah. Um and he's actually chemo. Uh,
0: His name's Chemo. chemo is yep. it
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, my,
0: but he's he's an alumnus too.
1: My God. Yeah, because he's in Picasso, trigger, isn't he? Yep. Yep. And somehow he got a, his job back, but good lord, just
2: <laughs> this man I... has been in a ton of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think want he's like to a, say,
1: yeah, he's like a producer. He was like a producer in like Iron Man three. He or something. was. He
2: yeah. was not only a, a producer, but he played an agent. Yeah, he and, played
0: Agent Danbury in yeah, and, and and Iron, Iron man, 3.
1: man three. But yeah, so it's, uh, it's just like, man, this.
0: He's also in The Attic Expeditions, which I know Cody probably doesn't know. But. He's in
2: some movie called Headless Body and Topless Bar. That's the name of the movie. 1995.
0: <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I would watch that movie. <laughs> I know you would. But,
1: yeah, he um, not showing his best acting skills in this particular film. Yeah.
2: Oh, it, any of the movies, <laughs> any of the Sedaris movie he's in. Yeah, oh it's, it's not
1: great. But I don't want to just... You know, beat up on the guy too much, but
0: he—he, yeah, he, I call them the stone face goon because he doesn't move his face a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, he has no like Facial expression. expression. On yeah, his face.
1: just it, it's hard to describe without seeing it. Yeah. Um, the phone line to the cabin is cut and during the struggle. The contaminated snake is freed. Uh, the goons escape, but not before Donna shoots Seth in the face.
0: Yeah, that was great. That was yep. uh, a great scene of her shooting him yeah. through the cheek.
1: Yeah, yeah and like. He, like, just falls over and immediately is, like...
2: Like, falls into the car. And yeah, like, wow. and, like, just, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just... Like, mass amounts of... Like, they just, like, squeeze the crap out of that squib and just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the snake escapes down a manhole. We, and then we learn from the dock manager that the snake is contaminated by toxins from cancer-infested rats.
0: Toxins from cancer-infested rats? Yep.
1: And then they go to Edie's for a meal. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> There's uh, a
0: point at the at that point when they get there that Edie's like, I'm just a contact for the agency. I don't know anything. Yeah. But then it's established throughout the movie that she actually knows everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to the I'm point like,
1: where she's being surveilled upon. Yes, yeah, exactly. Which so like we'll, we'll get to.
0: Is she just a contact or does she know everything? Yeah. It's How can like, you it's be both? Like Hope's character, too. It's like, you can't. You yeah. can't be both. No. You can't be just a contact and also no other. Maybe everything. that's
2: her cover, though. Maybe she's. It's like she's plays
1: dumb on everything, no to, matter who it is. To
0: Donna and Terrence. Yeah, no matter yep. who it
2: is.
1: Okay. Uh, in exchange with the host, who, who I think Ashley, you said his Ashley, name, uh, who wants Donna to sit on his face. Uh, she's like, sad. "Is God. your
0: nose bigger than your dick?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, while they talk, uh, and Donna, and Edie are being watched intently by the bartender. Michelle. Yes, Michelle. Bum, bum, and a little bum. note about the earrings that Edie was wearing. Oh. So, they only had those earrings for that day. Because they're really, they look fancy. They're, cause huge. they're They're real. They're big. Yeah. So, they have them for that day. But the scene later where they're in the office is like, they had to shoot that the next day. So, like, well, they have continuity. Their, their costume designer went out, got some beads and some tinfoil. And literally wrapped the beads in the tinfoil and stuck them on her ears.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. And it's like, you 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 like you don't really tell unless you're looking for it. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm like, that's fun. I'm like, that's creative. Yeah. That and is, I'm like, good job. continuity. Hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the first of many weird scenes with football players. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're discussing, like, PEDs with Jimmy John Jackson. Yeah, that was so weird. portrayed by Wolf Larson. And I think he's supposed to be, like, Taryn's boyfriend? Yeah, She yeah, said boyfriend.
0: he's the first civilian she met after she got her new identity. Oh, okay, yeah. And then they immediately proceed to go and have sex at night slash all night? Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's light, In and the then sand, it goes to yeah. dark, and then it goes light again?
1: Yeah, which, uh, yeah. Uh, the ladies, they, consu- they consult Rowdy and Jade about the situation, and again, our bartender's still keeping an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Michelle. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle. Um, we get another short, brief Andy Sedaris scene. Uh Taryn then runs off with Jimmy John and has sex on the beach at, in the evening, during the night, in the morning. All night long. Oh all night God. Rowdy and Jade, they then arrive on Molokai because they've been in Honolulu this whole time. Man. Um
0: Far away. On the phone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's how the bartender was listening in. The yeah. wiretap. Yeah. Friggin' Watergate shit. <laughs>
0: Watergate shit.
1: Uh And then Rowdy and Jade, they have this, while they're driving, they have this weird conversation about a naked lawn mowing wife.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, every conversation they have in the whole movie is like, what the hell are they talking about? about?
0: I love that, though. I love that they establish that, like, Taryn and Donna are real, like, legitimate agents that have, like, things to do and, like, tasks and stuff. Even though Taryn's not an agent. (laughs) Yeah, even though Taryn's not an agent. And Edie too. I mean, Edie is like a part of this agency and has like tasks to do. And these guys are just like totally idiot, total morons,
1: complete idiots.
0: Where they're just like the stupidest conversations. Ron Moss's character can't hit. The broadside of a barn. Well that's
1: a, that's an Abilene family trait. Yeah,
0: that, that they can't shoot shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And JJ like basically spends seventy percent of his or not JJ, um Jade. Jade spends seventy percent of the movie without a, a shirt on anyways.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep. So.
0: You can't take him seriously. He and he's making the dumbest mm-hmm. jokes. Oh
1: my god, they're, they're so bad. Yeah. And so now we enter the skateboarding guy. Yeah. Uh, he sk- and this is the scene, I remember when we first watched this This was the scene I freaking lost my mind at We like, thought you were going to die Yeah, we <laughs> like, seriously
0: thought that Cody was going to have An actual aneurysm I was
1: laughing, I don't know if I've ever laughed that hard In my life He
0: was purple, you were. You had turned purple I thought that you were stroking like, I was
1: having out. trouble breathing I <laughs> I know. Like, My head was hurt I was like <laughs> Oh, my God. So, what happens that
2: made you laugh so much, Katie? So,
1: the skateboarder guy, he skates past Rowdy and Jade, doing some of his tricks.
2: Look out for this guy. He's crazy. Yeah. He's smoking some heavy doobies. <laughs> heavy doobies. <laughs> <Yeah. He's> smoking <laughs> some heavy
1: doobies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this, is a, this is an anti-drug film as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe it is. Just say no. And then he meets up with the other goon in the car, who's down the hill or whatever. Yeah. They get in the car, then race ahead of Rowdy and Jade, Then the skateboarder gets back out of the car, <laughs> this time with a gun and a blow-up doll. Yep. uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then comes at him again, doing more tricks, but then as he passes, he shoots Jade, first of all, shoots him in the chest. Like shot him in the yeah. Looks he's like he shot him like, right through chin. the heart. Yeah, it looks He'll like tip. he should be dead. Yeah, he but should But he's, be. Just, he's just
2: like, I'm all right, I've been it's better. Like, I've had yeah. him all
1: right. Jade still manages to back the Jeep up, Hits him. hits the skater hard enough to... Launch him into the air. <laughs> That's what
0: I said. I was like, he casually hit that dude so hard that he made him and the blow-up doll.
1: And then Rowdy gets a bazooka out. A 4
2: barrel bazooka. A 4 barrel
1: bazooka. Launches one at the skater who was blown to smithereens. And for good measure, <laughs> he blows up. The sex
0: doll <laughs> with, with a separate bazooka
1: with a separate bazooka shot. yes. he's, yeah.
0: he's able to do both of these things at the well, same. It's,
2: time. Well, it's it's a four barrel bazooka. So I know. He went boom, boom. boom. Yeah, okay. and then then and then the skateboard's going down There's the downhill. road, and he's, he goes, oh, where the? Did, they, wasn't he on a skateboard? And he's like, oh, I must have missed that one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, it's explain. Rowdy explains that like all other Abilenes, he can't hit a moving target, so he yeah. has, he has to have that yeah. to hit anything.
0: Yep, yep. He has to have a whole last bazooka. Now according to so Arlene...
1: <laughs> this scene almost pushed the movie into NC-17 category because according to the MPAA they were afraid that the blow-up doll looked too lifelike. Not the guy?
0: Not the guy. (laughs) The blow-up doll. The blow-up doll does not have any hair on the back of its head. You can see the plastic scene. Look, hey,
1: this is what this is what she said. Wow. This is according to her. I believe like She's a producer. I'm assuming she would know like have to deal with this stuff.
2: I believe Arlene. So that's ridiculous,
1: but she managed to like be like, no, this is clearly a blow up doll. So,
0: yeah, cool. MPAA, yeah. not doing they're shit. All,
2: really, they're all on top of
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really protecting the, the youth of today. Yeah. Uh,
1: cut to the to the uh, hikers who have been dropped off by Don and Taryn earlier, who are attacked by who are attacked by the snake. Oh, the they're snick
0: They're not hikers or they're campers,
1: they're lovers, whatever. Yeah, yeah
0: I they, think they, just...
2: were, they were hiking though. That's what they were doing.
0: No, they were just on the beach taking pictures. He was just taking pictures of. Well, uh, well he wanted.
2: Well, to, well they, they didn't camp out, out overnight, there. so. I've yeah, they done. wanted to go out there to like experience. Camper, it. like That's whatever what they
1: were. What? Point yeah. being, they're yeah. killed. Yeah. By the snake. The snake. The snake yep. gets them. Uh, then we cut back uh edie changed out of her outfit because we have to see her change
0: with no music
1: no i will none. say
0: that that was it was so bizarre it's just her getting undressed and then dressed yeah. again with no music
2: nope well also i want to go back to the snake just for a second i'm sorry that's fine because the snake it kind of it it shot like a horror film when these two people get killed it <laughs> yeah. really is like yeah. the snake like grabs the one by the, the girl yeah. by the neck and like there's blood everywhere It's it it almost turns into like a a horror film there for a minute, and I I can appreciate that because I like horror. I know you can.
3: Yeah.
2: But anyway, go ahead.
1: But yeah, she uh, changes and she goes to pick up Rowdy and Jade from the hospital. Michelle, the bartender who listened in on the call, also changes and leaves, and it's revealed she's a man baby.
0: (laughs) Michelle is Michael. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yep. It's Michael Anders from the previous film.
0: With a very, very weird exchange with another person, another woman who comes into the locker room before he gets changed, and she's like, "You have to keep your breasts firm." That's the (laughs) that's the
1: uh, waitress from earlier that Andy was looking at with the all of a pair of coffee. According to the commentary, it was that's what he said. It was a weird interaction.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The whole thing. He was like, and she's like, says something, and she leaves, and he goes that's just what I needed. And then starts taking off all his makeup. Like, yeah. I was like,
0: what? Takes <laughs> okay. off the wig and it's like,
1: it's a man, baby. Yeah, <laughs> A bald man. Yep. Balding. Balding. Uh, he and the two goons from earlier kidnap Edie while she's on the way. Yep. And and Andy did make sure to say in the commentary, because like the guy driving Rustin and Branham in from earlier, uh-huh. he's like told them like, make sure you don't actually hit that car because that car is a rental. <laughs> and he's like, and he he didn't hit it. He did a nice. good job of making it look like he'd run off the road, but he didn't hit it. So yeah. we were able to turn it back in with no dents. <laughs>
0: uh, saving 50, money.
1: Fifty percent of the commentary in these movies is Annie and Arlene talk about how they save money. Cut to Donna and Taryn on the beach, who are observing a woman playing frisbee with shades outside of Seth's yard. <laughs> and I'm shades. thinking, this is this an ad for like the Sony Sport Handycam thing that
2: yes, they're using? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty
1: featured in, in yeah.
2: yeah in the scene.
0: And they zoom. So far in. Yeah, it's I'm like, like I don't know
1: if this has that kick. Because they no. show them how... They're pretty far away. God, no. no. You no. couldn't no. get that far with a freaking sniper scope. You
0: could barely... You could barely zoom in to the point where you could actually see which, anybody's features in a <laughs> handycam. Which alone... makes it
1: funny later on Um, how Donna identifies somebody. But yes. uh, this was also the first scene shot of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, very first scene. Oh, okay. Yep. Neat. Uh, and then they see that Edie's been captured by Seth. Um, and they stopped off to make a phone call... Which happened? The first place have to be a sumo practice facility for some reason, <laughs> right? Just yeah. so I can have some sumo wrestlers in there. Yeah. Some sure, wrestlers. I guess. Yeah. Um.
0: Then, oh my gosh. And then Taryn's like, "Oh, allow me. I- I'm gonna draw on my James Bond skills, and uh, because I know several languages and I can speak to yeah. many people, just like James Bond." And it's like, no. And then she James proceeds
2: Bond... to speak in Spanish to the some Japanese guy
0: to try yeah. to attempt. To speak Spanish, she doesn't even do a good job. Yo,
1: Taco Bell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And also, James Bond didn't speak any other language aside from English. No, so I don't know what she's talking about. She's supposed to be an action movie buff.
1: Now this is the part I call BS on. Donna recognizes Michael the goon as Michelle the bartender. Based on what hand he's holding his cigarette and his horseshoe pinky ring. Yes. You did not see that in that little Sony Handycam.
2: Yes, she did. No. Yes, she did. No. Yes. Which
1: no I want to bring up. Don't you have a horseshoe pinky
0: ring?
2: I, I do, yeah.
0: It's a horseshoe ring. I don't know if it goes no. on the
2: pinky ring. It's, 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 a, it's, a, yeah, it's a regular ring. It's not a pinky ring. But so yeah. are you in disguise as well? I have it because...
3: <laughs>
1: uh, okay, okay, he's pulling on Steve's mullet. <laughs> right. I just want <laughs> to make sure... I have it you because know, so of that. Just to make sure you know you're, you're a man, baby. <laughs> Not a woman in disguise.
2: Yeah. I mean if what if I was, Cody?
1: You do you. <laughs> Don and Taryn, they go to pick up the campers they left the previous day. Only to find the rotting remains as well as proof of the snake's culpability.
3: Yeah.
0: I thought that was hilarious because there's a very specific scene towards the beginning of the movie. Where Richard Lepore gives them a care and feeding manual for the snake, which is a child's picture book about snakes, <laughs> and there's a part where Taryn reads from it: "Snakes eat their prey whole." And then they go back to the beach and find pieces of these hikers, and it's like, okay, Shouldn't they have
2: been eaten whole. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Or the snake wouldn't have eaten them at all because it would have found like prey its own size. Yeah. But it, I just again, thought that was funny. It's like, violent. It's
1: riddled with cancer-infested rat toxins. So she
0: specifically read the thing about snakes eating their prey whole, and then finds pieces of these <laughs> hikers. And again, turns, like, it, just chunks taken turns
2: into a horror film. Again, they're like screaming, and they're
1: like, yeah. "Oh
0: my god!" And my that, that girl's remains
1: are like, "Amy's like, yeah, that's real crabs we threw on that." So
0: Ooh.
1: yeah. So, uh, cut back to Edie's, where two more football players are being interviewed. Oh my uh, god. Scene yeah. that probably wouldn't be done today. It's a
0: little problematic. Of, yeah.
1: It's okay. Um, Andy threw this in as an homage to his sports days. (laughs) Because he actually said, like, this is kind of similar to a situation I had. Oh, boy. Like, back in the day. He didn't say who. But, yeah, he had some stuff said on a live interview. He was like, well, that was the problem with shooting live back in the day. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Can't do that now. Oh, geez. (laughs) So, uh, Rowdy and Jade, uh, they hitchhike from the hospital and go to Edie's and are told to go to the cabin. Uh, Cut to the four of them in the cabin discussing the situation. And meanwhile, unbeknownst to them, but known to us, the <laughs> no. snake has returned to the house.
0: Yes. <laughs> it has made its way That's an old back. Spaceballs joke. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. I got it. Thanks.
1: Um, cut back to Edie, who's being tortured by Seth as the location of the other diamond case of diamonds, which, remember, only one person knows what they are. It's not Edie. And th- there's a lot of cuts back and forth here. Yeah. Like oh. a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: All of the crew just having yeah. fun and Edie being tortured. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, we cut back to Rowdy, who has a cutting plan. Um, Donna and Rowdy go into the office to review the film footage that she took earlier while Jade and Taryn you know, have some drinks.
0: extensively. Yes. Review f- footage.
1: Yes. Uh, we cut to Rosie, Seth's you know, muscly goon, doing stretches and flexes. Uh, yes, yeah, that's a
2: great scene. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's very... Uh, nerdy, literally just her...
2: You know? Kind of working out. Yep, doing some doing some uh, poses, bodybuilding if poses. They're getting, hey, if they're
1: getting a bodybuilder, you might as well have him do it. That's
2: what I'm yeah. saying. And she's,
0: she's she's very good looking. She's greased up.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, cut back to Donna and Rowdy who review the footage and then proceed to bone. Yep. Yeah. This is the first sex scene in this movie, or no, second scene. Second, second sex. Yep. And what is he? And what does he want to do? He wants to suck the polish right off your toes. Oh God. <laughs>
0: The sex Everything are... he says
2: in this movie is like, why are you, why are you phrasing things like this?
0: Yeah, his uh, the the whole sex scene is ridiculous. Yeah,
1: we cut back to Edie who's being tortured by Rosie, and as she's <laughs> about to scream, we cut back. To so, Rowdy and Donna, and, and like, Rowdy ah. be screaming,
2: "Yeah, oh
0: yeah, and the, <laughs> oh!"
1: <laughs> and, the, and, the, and he like sings a little yeah. bit. Yeah, 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 it's really. Yeah. And, they, and they're being loud enough for Jade and Taryn to hear it. Yeah, while they're really while
0: funny. they're doing vodka shots yeah. right out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and Jade is like, "Oh, oh, this is how I drink. I'm gonna have a vodka martini, extra dry with lemon peel." And he just puts lemon peel in his mouth yep, and then just swigs out of it, the bottle. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. towards the end of the sex scene. What does uh what does Rowdy say about a One meal? man's dream is another man's lunch. And what does t- what does Donna say?
0: You son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> and Perry about that line, um according to Andy, someone to you really like, Joe Bob, that's his favorite line in the movie. Oh and he, he, and he said he Andy said he used it in something later on, I don't know what, but that's, That's amazing. Yeah,
0: Joe Bob actually did feature uh, Donna Spear on an episode of Monster Vision back in the day. Yeah. Um, he, and, he might have. And, and Andy one Sedaris of these. was actually on it twice on Monster Vision, he, two he separate He showed times. these,
2: I'm sure. That's probably why he probably. had them on there.
0: I mean, he, he or is, it was up is. all night.
2: Yeah, it was up all night, I think. Yeah. Or his other one.
1: This is going to be a weird comparison, but you might know it because you read, you've read Sherlock Holmes. Andy Sedaris, I postulate, is the Mycroft Holmes of <laughs> filmmaking. Everybody <laughs> just comes to him. Yeah. He knows everybody. Yeah. He yeah.
0: does. He really does.
1: It's like you go from like Joe Bob to like, you know, Marcus Allen to Glenn Larson to freaking I don't know, just a whole bunch of other power players in Hollywood like Hugh Hefner. Yeah. It's like my god, man.
0: <laughs> he he just is really charming. And and I think the other thing is and this will get you really far in life is just the in the ability to be able to ask to just say like, hey, can you help me out here? Can yeah. you can I borrow yeah. this thing? Can, can you I borrow do your this? boat? Yeah. Can you do this <laughs> yeah. thing for me? Can you help me produce this? Can you lend me this for a day yeah. or two? Yeah. And and people were just like, yeah. yeah I'm sure he did favors for everybody. I was else gonna too. say the the other part of that is I bet you anything based off of the continuing success of these movies and the continuing kind of like production shortcuts that were happening, borrowing and trading and all that. I bet you he was the type of dude that you could rely on too. Where oh, he would yeah. Help you out.
2: Sure. oh, yeah, I'm sure if like if any of these people needed him, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah.
0: Hey,
1: hey, hey you know, I'm, you know, the director I got is sick. You come and shoot this for me? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I I do know that uh, he and Arlene were pretty instrumental in Donna Spear becoming sober, getting sober. Yeah, and, and I think getting... it was like
1: this movie, she was kind of like wasted the whole time. Yeah. And then like afterwards, she got sober. And I think they had a car standing by in case she ever just needed to go yeah. to like an AA meeting or something.
0: Yeah, so I I and she's been. I mean, she's in several of these movies, yeah. and I mean, Julie Strain was in a trillion of the movies too. So I just think that he was the type of dude that he'd always help you out, bend over backwards, you know, really. Yeah, really... People
1: wanted to still remain in these movies, like I mean, right. Freaking Rodrigo Obergon was in ten of them. I know. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> doing I much bet they
2: were though. like yeah. pretty close
1: friends. Probably, yeah. 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 Uh, they, I, I, mean, I, th- I think Arlene mentioned like I don't remember which film it was, but like. He wasn't gonna be in it, but then they like wrote a role for him just so he could be in it. <laughs> yeah. Same. Well, the
0: other part is, I mean, why wouldn't you? They look like they're tons of fun to shoot. Like that, you're in yep. amazing, beautiful places. You know,
2: why wouldn't? A bunch you? Of naked women. I would definitely be in one of his movies. Oh my god, Not I would have died. Yeah.
0: Or just to be on the set. Yeah, it seems I, like I it just...
3: would
2: have been a ton of fun. Oh my god, yeah. It seems
0: like every. It doesn't seem like anybody's being dragged no. to be in these movies. You know, like they're, they they want to be yeah. in them.
1: Um get back to the movie. Uh we cut then to Seth who is calling Mr. Chang to confer. And Mr. Chang like just is over the top British villain voice. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. He is, <laughs> he yeah. is he's we a James must Bond. Eliminate villain. Them, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh cut back to the heroes who are gearing up for battle, they're like gun. loading their guns, loading the bazooka.
0: The gun together montage. Yep.
1: The following morning, Rowdy comes ashore and joins the Frisbee girl from earlier. <laughs> uh and they soon start Tossing amongst themselves with shades. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy gets rid of the girl by throwing her frisbee far away, and of course tells her, as she's going away, you've got a great ass. He says,
0: she says, you too, Kimasabi.
1: No, he says, you too, Pilgrim.
0: Pilgrim, that's right. Pilgrim. Yeah.
1: Pilgrim. Yeah, Pilgrim, yeah.
0: Did you actually watch this movie? <laughs> um,
1: no. And then he's... So, like, well, she's away, he's, he starts throwing a black Frisbee with shades. Mm-hmm. And then he Which, very... how
0: would you not notice? Like, a totally different color shade mm-hmm. Frisbee. Well, because well, he threw the first one I away. I know, but, like, wh- why wouldn't she be like, why did you do that?
2: Well, he got out of new Frisbee because he threw the other <laughs> one out.
0: I'm just saying, like, what a strange thing to have happen.
2: Well, remember, there's a whole... They're, they're having, like, a competition, too. He's like... Because he's like... You you think you can throw? He's like, I could throw, what better than you? Yeah. I, I don't remember that whole conversation, but he's <laughs> it's like, a, it's a yeah, come on, contest. let's throw. And he's like, let's see. Yeah, and he like okay. starts throwing. Yeah, right. he's like, catch this.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's, yeah, he's like throwing
0: it under his leg and catching yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. but he's still holding the gun for some reason. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's, that's wait, how wait, he, how he, puts, he puts it down at one point.
1: Yeah, I know. He put it down before
0: yeah. the black before the black frisbee comes out. Yeah, he's got to
1: get serious about it. Yeah. So Rowdy tossing black frisbee and then real subtly, you know. Just takes it aside, messes with his, you know, pack, takes out one that clearly has razor blades (laughs) attached all around the ends of it. This guy's
0: like maybe 25 feet away. Like, it's definitely not far enough away that he would not notice these razor blades. Yes.
1: And he throws it at him, and when Shades goes to catch it, the Frisbee cuts off his fingers and embeds in his neck, killing him. Yep. He threw it that hard. Yep. And
0: then he says, this is for those two cops.
1: Two Molokai cops, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, the rest of the gang join Rowdy via Jeep and gyrocopter. I guess I don't know what that like glider. Yeah, the thing Donna's it's flying. A, it's
0: called an ultralight. Ultralight. Yeah. There we go. Yep, it's got basically a lawnmower engine on it, and but it's a it's a hang glider with a lawnmower engine, yeah. basically.
1: Uh, Donna tosses some grenades, some like sound grenades from the uh, craft to lure which, the guards out while which, the rest take positions.
0: Uh, they call them noise grenades. Yeah, which is hilarious because they're like. She's going to throw out some, sound, some noise grenades to, to flush them out. They drive the Jeep directly onto the front lawn. Yeah. Like, th- they're just like, and like sideways into the front lawn. Yeah. But she's also dropping the sound yeah. grenades, which makes no sense. Yeah. Why would you need to drop noise grenades to flush them out and also know. like roll up right onto their front uh, lawn? She
1: lands and they storm the compound. Rowdy misses six shots at a goon who is dispatched by Jade with one shot. Of course. Uh, Jade then fights hand to hand with a goon And kills him
0: But with not without first backing into the room With the bazooka. Uh, grenade, Yeah the bazooka And not seeing the dude yeah. at all somehow Yeah <laughs> and Which also no sense.
1: Yeah and uh, Jade he loses his beads Like my beads
2: <laughs> <laughs> My mom gave me those beads
1: <laughs> and Apparently that actually For whatever reason that actually like That actually happened to Harold Diamond And he's like let's put this in the movie <laughs> The whole bean thing it's like okay yeah.
2: sure all right
1: yeah and what what does he say he says like uh life sucks and then you die yeah, yeah. That, yep.
2: that's exactly what he
1: snaps a guy's neck and now you dead or something and, like then,
2: he says, said, and, and then you, die. And then you yeah. die
0: yeah yeah which
2: it didn't again, really make any sense yeah. yeah uh
1: taryn kills michael well, uh, well she um,
2: seemed really sad about it like she well, she like maybe she, had, him,
1: maybe she hadn't killed anybody before i don't think well, well
2: no because she's like stop don't 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 because he's like about to point the gun at her And she's like Don't point the gun Don't do it And she And then he does And she has to shoot him
0: But then later She laughs about it When they're recounting What happens know, And yeah. she's like I He know. practically walked Into my arms Maybe yeah. I don't know Maybe she's yeah.
1: just In shock I don't know uh, who knows <laughs> it's, everybody, when they, it's when they're in the van Everybody the deals back. with it Their own way
0: sure. Uh, sure And
1: Rowdy kills The bad actor goon With the bazooka yep. Launches him through the window <laughs> uh, And he way. is rescued Along with some more Awkward lines from Jade uh, the rest of Seth's goons try to escape via helicopter, uh, the kind of heavy set guy you like and the bodybuilder. That earring. But Donna then blows it up with the bazooka. Boom. And they all leave in the van, in a van that they, was there. Except for Donna, who takes the, the, what'd you call it? The, the... Ultralight. Ultralight back. Yep. Uh, but in the van, they realize nobody killed Seth.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, Which is why they went there in the first place. Ride. Yeah.
1: And then Rowdy... Gets on the moped that was conveniently in the back of the van. It's a dirt bike, but okay. Yeah, that. And then rides off.
0: Rides out of the van.
1: Yeah, out of the van. Uh, And then Donna, who's back at the cabin, is attacked by Seth. She's uh, trapped in the closet.
0: Yeah, this was funny because he like it, keeps stabbing through the yeah. slats in the closet. This is a hundred percent the type of slats that you could just break with your oh, hands, yeah.
1: which he which he eventually does. Well, yeah, but know, he stabs
0: but... it for a long time so <laughs> that she has enough time to load her harpoon.
2: Yeah, yeah. he's just like he's just like yeah. stabbing the thing like, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. just like over and over. Just it's like, dude, what are
0: you
1: doing? Slat, one slat at a time. Yeah, Remind me of Halloween. Yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, when she's again, like, he's punching through that though.
1: Yeah, it was like Michael Myers probably should have been able to get through those doors quickly. It was, it was he did to, he was getting it was through enough it. time for like Jamie Lee Curtis to reach up, grab a hanger, unwind it, and then
2: yeah, but yeah. it was a way more effective than this because this, this he was I, like I having a little knife, he just I like know,
1: stab, stab
0: a switchblade. I know,
1: yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, she shoots him with a harpoon, uh, then proceeds to like beat him up, like kick him and punch him. Oh yeah, bunch. and she thinks he's dead. But when, he's not.
2: When she was kicking and punching him, like she punches him down one time and like there's this like really dramatic moment. I, it always sticks with me where she's like looking at his face and her face is like all... she's all like mad like i seriously wrote that down i was like why is she
0: okay (laughs) she she has like a full donna like a full rambo moment yeah Yeah. she 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 fully does like they're they're like dombo yeah (laughs) she's she's like you know inches from his nose and just like (laughs) her eyes are wild and she's all sweaty and she had the same
1: look like when she shot him earlier yeah
2: Yeah. well this was like worse and they're like they show
0: sweaty and stuff
2: yeah like like right up on their face and she's like
0: (laughs) i was like this is her first blood but
1: yeah. uh they grapple again and she stabs seth with his own knife so he's been shot in the face been shot with a harpoon through his shoulder and now he's been stabbed with his own knife mm-hmm. and she retreats to the bathroom you know, hoping like oh i have finally killed him. starts to clean up
0: next to the toilet though next, She's to the right toilet, next to the toilet which grosses me out
1: flushes and what pops out the snake the snake explosively <laughs> yeah.
0: explosively comes out of the toilet yeah.
1: not the just toilet not breaks. just slithers
2: out it, it blows. out of yes. the to- yeah. It, it, yeah, exploding the entire toilet toilet into pieces. And she, and
1: she runs out of the bathroom and like hides behind the bed. But Seth doesn't see her because Seth's still alive. Somehow, <laughs> he thinks she's still in the bathroom, so he goes in, opens the door, and the snake right to the face. Right the face, like a face yeah. hugger, yeah. kills him. And, and, but he, but not immediately. He like does that very dramatic like stumbling from one wall yeah. to the next
2: with it stuck to his face. Yeah, like,
1: ah! and then like you know he just. Falls on the ground and like shakes a little bit and then dead.
0: I'm so glad that you did that in real life too. (laughs) (laughs) Cody just did a demonstration. It was great. (laughs) Uh,
1: Donna shoots at the snake to little effect because apparently it's also bulletproof.
2: (laughs) It's crazy with cancer or whatever.
1: Yeah. Cancer toxins. Yeah. Rats. But Rowdy then bursts through the wall on the dirt bike and shoots the snake with the bazooka, killing it
2: blowing its head into smithereens
0: blow you up poof donna screams rowdy look and he <laughs> kneels down on the ground and he gets him yeah yeah but not after she shoots it two times in the head yeah and it remember, that's why i said it was bulletproof oh yeah, yeah. yeah. what
1: well, does rowdy say just when you thought it was safe to pee <laughs> and apparently that is andy's favorite line in the movie
2: oh my gosh of course it is yeah
0: I wish Andy Sidaris had made a horror movie. Yeah, uh,
1: he should have. He should have. He could have. I told you this the other day. He should have made American Gladiators.
0: Yeah. That's... He
1: should have been behind that. Yeah, After watching that should've.
0: American Gladiators a documentary, documentary yeah. I wish that he had been yeah. involved.
1: They all then go to Mr. Chang's office to confront and arrest him. But, you know, it's just Rowdy and Donna who go up to get him. And they come into him, which that office is, for someone who's supposed to be like this important crime lord, it's like on the It's a
2: broom closet. It's yeah. like twenty five feet. Yeah. Like a twenty five twenty fifth floor. And, 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 in a broom, broom and his, closet. His
1: desk is like right at the entrance. It's like yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he has this he has his own like giant muscly goon. Yeah. Who's and always then, cracking his fingers like Yeah. <laughs> who they then proceed to just beat up. Yeah, well, I think they end nunchucks. up
0: using this office, though, like expanding the office and making it...
1: It does look familiar.
0: It, it's in several of the movies, and yeah. I know for sure that that building has been featured oh, in yeah, other movies.
1: Yeah. They dispatch the bodyguard well, as Chang is drawing a sword. Oh, which we didn't establish. Chang, uh, they say, is the son of a... was it a British guy? and A, China, a British father and a Chinese mother, and he's yep. raised in Hong Kong? Yep. 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 Which... Good enough. Shouldn't it be the other way around, like a Chinese father?
0: It doesn't matter. So his Why last name matter? is Chang? Eh, he took his it's mother's
2: name. Script. Who cares? It's,
1: it's, it's in the
0: script. It doesn't matter.
1: Frank, look up Peter bramelo This is like one of the whitest people you'll ever see. It
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> he got most of his looks from his father, but he took his mother's last name. Easy.
0: That's the Hillary They said they're going to arrest
1: him, but he's yeah. like. And a, <laughs> and a pig's ass. And a pig's ass. And you're like, did you just say that? They're like, yeah. And they draw their weapons. Rowdy has his little tiny little pistol. Donna's got like this freaking nice. dirty hairy magnum. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and there's a part where, where Rowdy looks at it like... <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh.
1: <laughs> and then Chang proceeds to throw the sword at them like a spear.
0: Which makes no it sense. It
1: misses, hits him in the door, and Donna shoots him. And he immediately defenestrates out the window... Falls to his death.
2: Oh, it's one of the best. The one of the best. Uh, yeah, um, dummy falls. Oh my he's god! Just, it's just like I, splayed I, oh, out. I was, <laughs> I was definitely like
1: pause, play, pause, play. I was definitely like slowly, like frame by frame, look at. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this it's is It's
2: great. It's like splayed out like this. Yeah, it's like falling. <laughs> 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 it's like the wind's like.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's, it's like flopping. It's like it's like it's streamers. <laughs> um, he's dead. Cut to everyone aboard the Malibu Express. Or well, there's... you
2: forgot. He hits the ground right in front of... Um, oh, yeah, uh, in front of Taren. all the JJ. rest of everybody. Well, it's Taryn and... Uh, JJ. JJ. And Jade. And, and he makes some stupid Edie. comment. Yeah. I forget what the comment is, though. I don't remember. Yeah, he makes some stupid stupid joke again about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, it's... Yeah. But but yeah cut back to the Malibu Express. Because, like with every Sedaris film, you need an ending wrap up <laughs> but
0: but uh, the the difference though in this one is that they don't have to put the pieces to get the plot points together. yeah because the plot yeah.
1: is like oh, it's been pretty straightforward yeah
0: and with the exception of the diamonds yeah,
1: yeah. uh the one remaining lost diamonds which only Taryn knows the location of so sh- they don't have to turn over the government
0: yeah because she's a civilian yeah. she's don't a forget.
2: civilian if they right. if it was one of the agents they could have yeah. had to give yeah. it back yeah. Yeah. but since she's a civilian and we For get, whatever reason. Because that's
0: how that works. Yeah. If, if you know where stolen or illicit goods are in your civilian you keepers. Finders keepers. Finders keepers. <laughs> finders keepers. Yeah. That's how that works.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's, the, that's a law. Yep. Finders keepers.
1: The law. And then we get an end credits montage. At the very end of the credits, we get the best cast member in any Sedaris movie, Yukon King, their beloved cat, who's who, who's made his third and final appearance at this point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's in the cast he was in the cast oh, on yeah. the Wikipedia
1: page. Oh, yeah, uh, well as he, he should be. Yukon
2: King as why would cat. he not be? Do <laughs>
0: you
1: have a problem with that,
0: Steve? Cody probably oh, edited the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> did you really do it? Are you serious?
1: No, I did not do that. I'm
0: I'm looking it up.
1: I, I don't have the wherewithal or the foresight to do that, but no. Um I don't believe you. And that's uh that's all she wrote. Or all he wrote rather. So <laughs> Now we can uh, get to our categories.
2: Oh, yeah. Man. So, uh,
1: as I mentioned earlier, the Tit Tracker. Mm. Tit Tracker 9000. One minute, 34 seconds, which is the quickest they've appeared in any Sedaris film so far that we've discussed. Mm. As I mentioned, uh, oh, seven seconds, not five seconds, seven seconds uh, sooner than Stacey. That That was like, seven seconds, wow. (laughs) So... Dang. Uh, I believe Steve. Yes. Sedaris cameo.
2: You only know, see him, the Sedaris cameo? Well, of course, he was the sleazy TV director, Whitey. Yep. Um, He said some pretty inappropriate stuff in this one, uh, I will say.
1: title this episode. Yep. yep. I'll have a pair of um, coffee. Yep.
2: Uh, he was pretty funny though. I'll say he he had some funny moments, like, especially when they're like all worried if they're gonna get uh, if they're gonna get fired over the, oh, the yeah. football player thing, and they're like yeah. we're, we're, we're done, we're done, and all that. I mean, that yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah, but he's I think this like you said it was he's uh, definitely it was the longest appearance. It probably is the longest appearance he has in any of the films. Um, yeah. Most of the time it's just a small cameo, but this yeah. one actually he's in multiple scenes, multiple lines. You get to see the man himself.
1: Yep. And, Teresa, you have the
0: kill, count. kill, kill,
1: kill, kill, kill,
0: All right. We have two dead Hawaii or uh, Molokai police officers that come across the weed operation at the beginning of the movie. We have one skater via bazooka. First uh, via car, then via bazooka. We have one blow-up doll, which I did count because uh, NC-17.
1: Is a half or whole? No, it's a whole. Because remember, cause remember in uh I think it was seven. You counted the blow-up doll of that one as half.
0: Well, this one gets an entire separate bazooka ammo. <laughs> right, that's fair. Piece of bazooka. That's and they, they specifically go shh, cut to it. That's fair. So that's four. Then we have the honeymooning couple via snake. That's six. Then we have the frisbee guy with the gun. Seven. The white-shirt goon, which <laughs> I didn't give him another name because that's that's all, yeah, that's that's that's, all he is. Yeah. He just gets shot in front of the Mr. Chang's... Uh,
1: Bumbling. He's the one who um, Rowdy, Rowdy misses, misses all those six times. times yeah,
3: hmm.
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Then we have Michael slash Michelle. We have the two people in the helicopter, the bodybuilder lady and earring. We have yeah, the guy who fights with Jade. Okay. Uh, we have Chemo who was killed via bazooka. We have Seth via harpoon, then knife, then radioactive toxic snake. <laughs> then we have the toxic snake, which I counted via bazooka. Hmm. Oh, sorry, via uh, first gun, then bazooka. Then we have Mr. Chang's bodyguard, and then we also have... Is Mr. Chang's
1: bodyguard killed? Yes. I'm going to assume
0: that he's killed because he goes limp.
1: Okay. We Mm -hmm. don't
0: actually see him die, but they leave without him, and they don't call the cops, so... I think think they kill him, yeah. And then Mr. Chang via gun, and then forced out the window. That is 17.
1: 17 kills. But still, that's, that's...
0: That's quite a few. That's respectable. More than
1: Malibu Express. Malibu Express had four. Yeah. So... it's respectable. So, I have sex count Six. sex Okay. two only yep. two instances of coitus in this film
0: some of the most memorable though you get the belly button sex
1: yeah like that like that like that is definitely like room level <laughs> like what is he doing <laughs>
0: yeah like are they having sex I guess like
1: maybe she could be giving him a tit a, a tit job maybe a tit, a tit, tit job.
2: job a tit job, <laughs> a tit job. Maybe yeah. that's what I, I, maybe I'm that's way- what they mean when they say making whoopee is what he was doing.
1: <laughs> and then Taryn and Jimmy John Jackson earlier on the beach on the beach, which that's
2: on the beach. I hate sand. Wait, didn't they have everywhere? S- didn't they have sex at the beginning too? No, On the Malibu Express.
1: Uh, no, Rowley and Donna like they start making out, but it doesn't go far enough. Like okay. we don't see them. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so I just, I didn't count that. So that's two. That is the least of any of the movies we've talked about so far. Yeah. Dang. Stacey and Seven each had three, and Malibu Express had four.
2: Yeah. This one's more about the, the story, you know?
1: Yeah. So, Steve, you have the explosion. explosion.
2: Meeting. So, I'm pretty sure this one has the most explosions so far. Um, there's a lot. Uh, so, I think the first one we come we encounter is this skateboarder The with the bazooka. He explodes. The blow-up doll, another explosion. When she when she explodes, um, then he shoots uh, the one henchman through the door with the bazooka again. That's another explosion. Did helicopter. you count, did you count the grenades? Yeah, I got the grenades. Okay. The sound grenades. That's another one. The helicopter exploding when she when she shoots it. Uh, the toilet when the snake explodes yes. out of it, and then the snake's head at the end. So we have a total of uh, seven seven explosions. Okay.
1: Yeah, that is uh, that is the most. Yep. Like. The most of everything we've talked about so far combined. Yeah, I'll,
2: not definitely. I think there's been, were more impressive explosions in the other films, but this one had the most, yeah. and it had the skater and the blow up doll, which was hilarious. So.
1: Between the three previous films, a total of six and a quarter. Yeah, so this, this one, one had more seven, than the yes. first
2: three films. So.
1: Teresa, you have the Sedaris players.
0: So um, most of the ones that we have on the the alumnus actually we've either talked about before or we're going to be talking about again. Um, uh, Richard Lapore, who played Dixon, he was the cargo manager. Uh, Michael Andrews, who was also featured in Malibu Express, Rodrigo Obregon, we're going to be talking about him ad nauseum. Uh, Rustin Branaman, who actually played Chemo, he's going to be in, um, I think Picasso Trigger. And, uh, so one more time. And then Russell Howell, this will be, I think, his last feature. Uh, he was in seven. He's in this one, uh, the pro skater. Uh, I don't think he's in any of the others. No, this is also the first Donna Spear film. I will talk about her a little bit uh, more at length once we get to, um, once we get to her last film, but we also have Cynthia Brimhall. She's in several Hope Marie Carlton also Mm -hmm. in several. So, uh, this, this movie is probably, we have a couple leftovers from the earlier films but this movie really sets the stage yeah. for having the recurring characters mm-hmm. the ones. and and i will say uh donna and taryn end up playing themselves so many of these other films and the other actors who are recurring yeah. characters don't end up playing the same character so yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, how many is that uh
0: in terms of alumnus yeah
1: a lot <laughs> that was a ton probably nine nine
0: okay yeah.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the most out of any of them so far.
0: Yeah, I I think between it's either gonna be this or one of the first Julie Strain films, probably gonna be the most. Yeah.
1: Uh and then our final category we talk about for our rating. Uh Playboy Playmates or Penthouse Pets, how many were in this film? Four. Wow. Donna Spear from March nineteen eighty four. Patty Duffick from May nineteen eighty four. She was the waitress that Andy wanted the pair of coffee from. <laughs> Hope Marie Carlton from July nineteen eighty five and Cynthia Brimhall from October nineteen eighty five. Awesome. So four of them, which is the same as Malibu Express. Not the same four, but just, you know, four.
0: Yeah, okay. So nice. Cool.
1: So now we get to our ratings.
2: Ratings Steve. I had RC Trucks. Trucks. That's right. Which I think is this the first move the first film with the R C car or R C helicopter in it? I think so. Yeah. I think it was. Yep. Which is a reoccurring theme. Throughout all the movies, mm. we'll see. That's why we do our ratings yeah, in RC
1: anyway.
2: yeah. uh, vehicles. Mm-hmm. I'm doing trucks. I'm going to give this. This this It's really hard to be unbiased when it comes to this film because mm. this is the first one we ever watched. And we all love it so much. And so how much is it out of five? five. I'm giving it a five. Because I, I, it's I, I know I just said I don't want to be biased, but I think out of all of the movies, yeah. thinking back at all of them, this is my favorite one. Yeah, and it's going to be a five for me. So,
1: Teresa, I think you have the RC Choppers,
0: RC helicopters. Uh, if I could give this a hundred, I would. I know that it's out of five. If I could give it a <laughs> thousand, I would. Uh, this is my favorite. This is the first one that I ever watched. This is the one I always show everybody else when I introduce them. To the magic that is Andy Stares, it's the first one I was able to show Cody. It's what made him fall in love with it. Any person who has an appreciation for cheesy movies or action films from the '80s, if I show this or to beautiful them, women or beautiful women or whatever, uh, if I show this movie to them, they're instantly enamored. So I'm going to say like a cajillion out of five. <laughs>
3: um, okay. No,
0: five out of five every single day. This is never going to not be my favorite Andy Sedaris movie. Like it kind of chokes me up how much this movie means to me. <laughs> it's so silly, it's so goofy. I would never have gotten into the rest of his films had I not seen this one first. So,
1: uh, I have RC boats. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna give this a five. Oh, no, I thought he was gonna be, be weird about it and be like, oh, three and a half.
2: I, <laughs> I mean, it's good, but
1: <laughs> when did I turn into like a? But
2: well, you did it a five. You're good.
1: I was going to, go, was have to Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... I mean, this is the gold standard of Andy Sedaris films, which is kind of... It, it does kind of like... Oh, which means the we rest of these early. are going to be worse. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be bad.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So, because this... I mean, this is... This is the Empire Strikes Back of these movies for me. <laughs> this is the perfect encapsulation... Of an Andy Sedaris film, just like The Empire Strikes Back is the perfect encapsulation of a film Star period.
0: Um, <laughs> Star Trek, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So like th- this is what you would compare them all against. Yeah, because like you, you just—it's
0: got boobies, it's got weird sex scenes, it's, it's got, got explosions,
1: ex- it's got weird kills, got
0: radioactive ha- snakes, like,
1: the skateboarder thing, like that's ser- like. I, I I was seriously almost six feet under during that scene alone. <laughs> <laughs> and nearly when, killed a movie, a <laughs> when a movie when a movie Provokes a reaction in you that nearly kills you. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely going to have an impact. I, yeah.
0: I, I really thought that you were going to croak on the couch. Like, he, I, I, he's rolling I, all over this couch. He's almost peeing. And like uh, that,
1: that might be like why I love these movies so much because like my brain might have lost oxygen for a little
0: bit. <laughs> That's fair.
1: And this was like the last impression of life that I had. And when I came back, <laughs> I was like, "Annie Sedaris, our Lord and Savior." <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, this movie it, it it was. I have not. I didn't. I have never. I had that much fun watching a movie before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a few exceptions, but like it, it's, it's indescribable. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, like I'm speechless, which if you know me is a rare feat. Cause I always got an opinion about something. And I'll tell you what it is, but it, it, it's just like, you can't,
2: you can't put words to it. I can't. It's one of those things that's visceral, you know. It's yeah. you, you gotta you gotta experience it for yourself. Yeah. And I highly, highly encourage everyone out there to go find at least this movie. Yeah. Which is not hard to find. It's no. it's on Blu ray. Yeah. So. It's on Blu ray, all that. Or you could just get the the set that we have, mm-hmm. which is
0: Girls Guns and G Strings. Yeah,
2: girls guns and G strings. Yeah, it's all of his movies. All twelve. Um, besides Seven and Stacey that they're separate. Yeah. Uh but yeah, definitely Check out this movie because it's yeah, gonna you know,
0: change have you. Have a couple beers, and yeah. partake in whatever mind altering like, substances let, you adj- enjoy. <laughs> like and, let
1: let this be the introduction. Yeah, even though it's the second one in the series, mm-hmm. and you can go back and watch Malibu Express later. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't yeah. really matter because none it, of the characters carry yeah. over, anyways. Yeah.
0: Really. So,
1: yeah, that that uh, I can't say anything else about it. Like it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it's wonderful.
0: It's Ugh. it's truly like the perfect slice of of a movie that is so accessible that you're you're gonna die laughing but also engrossing in terms of a story in in as much as there is a story so it's like the room i I liken it to the room you know the room is so bad that you want to watch it one time but you don't want to watch it over and over again Mm. hard ticket is the the flip side of that Mm. like is it a blockbuster movie? No, it wasn't. Is it the it best movie? Of, <laughs> is it the best movie of all time? No, it's not. It's not. It's not a movie that you know is going to win awards and stuff but every single time you watch this movie you're going to have the best time. And you're going like, to
2: catch something you didn't
1: catch the
0: first yeah. time. Right. You're going to yeah, you're Or just... you're going to be like why is this a thing? And and showing it does this it people.
1: does help. Maybe have a couple beers.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Partake yeah. in whatever yeah. mind altering substance Well even you if enjoy. you don't,
2: you know, even if you don't do that kind yeah, of I mean, stuff, I've been you're going to have sober. fun with it. Yeah. I've been
0: stone sober every time I've watched <laughs> this movie and I still have a freaking yeah. blast. There you go. And the, the also too, just gonna throw it out there. Uh, if you haven't seen the poster, look up the poster. Yeah, it, it, that's another. If really that doesn't endearing. do anything for like you, it, then it just don't watch. it. it is art. Yeah. yeah, that that that's something. It's like
1: the first three all have like crafted post, like painted art. They're actually like painted. Yeah, yeah. and then after that, they all I'm like, ah. Oh,
2: but they're I still can, good in their own they're way. Still
1: good, but it's like I kind of wish they kept they with it. it yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: just that was the time. Though. I know, yeah. I
1: know, and budget probably, but yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I think but, that uh, kind of that fell out, you know, in the, like the late 80s, like that yeah. painting thing. Like, I don't know why it did, but it did. And it's sad. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, well. Um. So Yeah. So next time.
0: Picasso Trigger. Picasso Trigger.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
2: Yeah. Which, I actually which enjoy a, this one.
0: Which is named after a fish. A
2: fishy. A real fishy. the
0: painting? The, the Picasso Trigger the, is the, a fish. It's oh. a,
1: the painting oh, is right. of the yeah, fish. Yeah. It's, it's
0: been so long since <laughs> I've watched this one. I know.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, uh, this might have been the first one I watched after Hard Ticket. I yeah. think, yeah. And yeah. I haven't watched it since then. So yeah, Picasso it's been, Trigger. It's been like a year since so yeah. I watched it. So
2: the Picasso Trigger is a fish. Yeah. But the movie is about a painting of yeah, that right. particular yeah, fish. I'd yeah.
1: forgotten.
0: I thought the guy's name was Picasso Trigger. His no.
2: also his name. I think his name is something like that.
1: I know, like the main guy is another Abilene cousin or something <laughs> like that. I know because it's a different actor. Because Ron Moss went and like was like. After this was like immediately on Bold and the beautiful for like twenty years, oh, like forty well, four, yeah. 4 hundred episodes of it. Or something. Right, good for him. Yeah. So which, I mean, if he was really top notch, he would be on the Restless, but that's another story. Yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah. So next time, Picasso Trigger.
0: Thanks for listening to Hard Ticket to Sedaris. Please be sure to check out our other projects at AOP Pod Network on Twitter,
1: where you can find a list of all of our other projects, such as. We f Up, a history podcast taking a look at all the times in history where we effed Up.
2: And Imperfect Men, a rexipod reading all of the founding fathers of the United States.
0: You can also check out Attack of the Final Girls, a horror movie podcast through a feminist lens.
2: And The Drunken Pawn. It's a YouTube channel where we play board games and drink craft beer.
1: We'll see you next time on...
2: Take Ticket. It's a dance.